Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Cooper's in my head. Bittersweet smoke flying through the air. It's the way All right, I'm Pastor Padron. I'm here with uh, Paul, Nick, and Dave. It's Valentine's Day as we record this episode. How is everyone doing on this uh, fine, wicked cold evening here in New Hampshire? Doing great now, Pastor. Yeah? Yeah. Because we've started finally. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Dave, how are you? I'm 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 absolutely smashing. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> that's that's, that's uh, very apropos. Yeah. Nick? <laughs> Now that I get to sit down and enjoy a cigar and a drink and some nice chocolate, I'm doing just fine, Pasta. Oh, very, very good. We're all so talkative tonight. This should be a very fun episode for all of our audience out there. Mm. Um, We are doing a very special episode tonight. We are going to start off with a live review of the Placencia Almaforte Sixto. Um, The Sixto is a hex-pressed cigar. It is, uh, it was when it came out, I believe it still is, the only hex-pressed cigar that's out on the market today. And uh, from the website there, it says about the Placencia Almaforte blend that it is a unique blend of our best-aged tobaccos grown in our highest quality soil accentuating their bold, vibrant, and intense flavors. Laced with hints of dark chocolate, plum, and cinnamon, the taste is rounded out with finishing notes of oak and molasses. Uh, The wrapper on this cigar is Nicaraguan. The binder's Nicaraguan. The filler's Nicaraguan. It is a 6x60 cigar. Again, it's a hex-pressed cigar. For those of you who may not understand what that means, it means there's six sides <laughs> to the cigar. And uh, we've lit this up, and uh, we are pairing it with an espresso martini Woo. from the 724 Lounge. Kendra was down here just a little bit ago dropping the drinks off. It's really busy up there, so she couldn't stay and talk, but let me tell you. This oh. is one heck of a drink. Oh, it sure is. She knocks it out of the ballpark again, boys. I don't drink martinis that often, mm-hmm. but I love espresso martinis. Mm. I do uh, drink mm. martinis once in a while when I have my mm. gray 007 suit on. I'm, I make this at home. Uh, I actually was talking to Dave earlier this week about the infusion jars. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I was explaining yeah, that to him how... Was good <coughs> How I get the espresso beans from a local roaster. Mm-hmm. Um, I use Tito's vodka. That's my favorite vodka. Mm-hmm. And then I let it sit for long periods of time. As a matter of fact, in my infusion jar, I probably have had that espresso uh, beans soaking in with the uh, vodka for probably the last year and a half. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We don't have it that often, but when we do, it, it's just phenomenal. Whoa. And I guarantee you, even though we'll be getting getting out of here really late tonight, yep. <laughs> when I get mm. home, 
my girlfriend told me she would be up waiting for me. I know what Aww. she's waiting for, Ooh. and that's for me to make this WrestleMania. She wants, <laughs> midnight. She, wants to, she wants to see the comparison. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. So it'll probably be a late night tonight. She wants well, to hear it from Paul. One of the things they do up at the 724 Lounge is they actually do make a shot of espresso mm-hmm. for the drink. It's not, yeah. ju- it's not espresso-flavored stuff that they put in there. It's espresso that they put in there with vodka and, I believe, some... Could I have a chocolate? I think is in there. That I'm not certain. And then they top it all off with the coffee bean. It's just a fantastic. This is drink. fantastic. This really is very, very, <laughs> very, very nice, good. rich, mm. wonderful, wonderful drink, and it pairs incredibly well with this cigar. It does. It does. What are some of the things you guys are pulling off the cigar so far? So on its own, uh, I got hints of cedar, mm-hmm. chocolate, obviously. Yeah. And this this cigar looks like chocolate. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, I mean, when Dan and I were talking earlier this week about what we would do, this came to our minds right away mm-hmm. for Valentine's Day. It's like smoking a big bar of chocolate. It is so cedar, chocolate, earth, mm-hmm. spice, and unbelievably smooth, mm-hmm. incredibly smooth. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite Placencia cigar, the Forte. The Forte, the yeah. blend. The blend, yes. Yes, Nick, it is. Nick, what about you? Yeah, same thing here. Chocolate, spice, nice earth, you know, mm-hmm. um, and just rich and smooth. And it goes 100% very, very well with the drink. Love yeah. it. Absolutely love it. Unbelievable. The creaminess of the of the, the martini just kind of mm. spreads out the flavor mm-hmm. of the cigar. It, it just, it really, really coats your palate. Spreads out the flavor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dave. What do you think, Dave. Are I'm, you thinking Dave? I'm <laughs> Dave's not home. Um, I'm actually impressed that the chocolate that I'm tasting with the cigar modifies the taste of the cigar. It I modifies that, it. Yeah. Well, well, enhances. Oh, all so right. So I'm getting a little. It's make it's making the pepper and the cigar a little bit more present. Um, it, I think it's. Mm. I get a little bit of a tang. Of the finish, the finish of the cigar. Yeah, I get a little um, tang. Aside from that, though, the the cigar, the, uh, the cigar is uh, um, very well made. It feels weird because it's you know hex pressed and um, it uh, the, but the ash is right on. It's like razor. Yep. Uh, razor sharp burn line. Yeah, you know, the the drink our pairing is freaking fantastic. Um, it's, uh, that is just one imaginative, amazing drink. Imaginative, and amazing. <laughs> yes, Imag- amazing. Imagine amazing. I knew you would the like potion this. Master. I knew you would like this when I was talking to you about yeah, it. I'm, I'm just a so good, such a coffee whore. Yeah, well, I'm a coffee whore. Like everybody here knows that. Yeah. Um, so a drink like this is totally right up my alley, but. Uh, this this cigar is just uh, the way they blend this. It's just so smooth and creamy. Uh, I agree with everybody here. I, it would be hard for anybody to pick up different things. Yeah, chocolate, yeah. earth, real sweetness, a little bit of pepper spice. This particular size for me um, is the least spicy, the least peppery of the blends. The uh, Salomon uh, size. Has the most pepper, and uh, the Toro kind of 
balances out the sweetness of the sixto and the uh, pepper of the the Solomon size um, and the robusto is very much like the toro uh, for me it's another good balance between the two um, but for Valentine's Day yeah. you want something rich and sweet baby and that's the sixto too oh yeah there's a lot of chocolate going around on this table right now there is you want to explain that Paul because we're, yeah, we're not a, only we're not only pairing you can not only pair drinks with cigars but you can pair food with cigars as well and one of the great things to go with cigars is chocolate and that Cacao. It, since it is Valentine's Day we decided to try that especially since we were doing it with a cigar where cocoa and chocolate were one of the dominant flavors of the cigar. So, Paul, tell us a little bit about how you go about doing this. So, when we were talking earlier this week about doing something special for Valentine's Day, uh, Dan and I were kind of just brainstorming. We said, how about just trying out some chocolate, and preferably the darker chocolate. Mm. So, I went out yesterday and got three different blends. Uh, and, and, and in terms of just doing a little bit of research in chocolate, I didn't know this, to be honest with you, how uh, chocolate or cacao or cocoa or however you want to pronounce it. Cacao. And, cacao. And, cacao is the proper cacao. pronunciation. And cacao. cigars cacao. actually go hand in hand, not only with pairing, but how they are born. So uh, they, they, they're derived from unique plants. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, and they're both affected by things like topography, weather, soil conditions, harvesting processes, and seed types. Uh, the most important part would be the topography part. Okay, so you need that rain, soil, sun, everything. So it, it's grown very similar to tobacco plants. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was right. going to say, it sounds like I'm back in tobacco in this university. Right. So it's when you first think of chocolate and cigars, you're like, what? Huh? But they actually do have very similar origins. Mm. Um, and the processing of the plants is very similar as well. They're both harvested, dried, fermented, aged, and blended. Wow. So what I have here with us tonight is three different types, uh, okay. 70% cacao, 77%, and 85 mm. Cacao. Now, what's the difference between that? What, it's just what is the increase? What is the increasing the cacao due to the chocolate? It just basically, it, 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 it's less sweetness, but okay. it, it's actually a little bit more uh, creaminess and more robust. So okay. it, it, you're going to get, you really are going to get really, really deep tones so you the get higher, like the higher weighting you go. So okay. you get like cacao, and then you get like kapow. Kapow. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we've just been trying to, you know, playing around with different uh, the different chocolates here, seeing which one we think pairs better. Mm. I can't tell you really. Can I have some of the other two? I only have. I just had. I just had some of the eighty-five. What's this one? That's the seventy-seven. Okay. So Thank Danny, you. I just had some of the eighty-five. Yes. And for me. The cigar felt it was more spice that came from the cigar with the 85. Okay. Um, with the 70, it was more creamy. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that how that happens, but... Well, I'm eating a piece of the 70 right now. Yes. So I'm going to be able to tell you live on this show <laughs> what happens when you smoke a cigar after smoking 70%. Cacao chocolate. You, you smoked that chocolate? <laughs> wow. 
I can do things on the radio that you just can't do in real life. Dan That's smokes okay. and he does things. <clears throat> okay, let's try this. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah. What a great visual. Mmm. <laughs> 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 It really, it really, it, it's a very, very, the 70% is a very smooth, creamy, sweet chocolate. And um, that sweetness certainly pairs well with the cigar. Um, it, you know, I think brings out some of the creaminess in the cigar. Um, I'm getting even less of the spice with that. Um the earthy cocoa leathery notes kind of become more pronounced with the 70% chocolate mm-hmm. for me. Mm. Mm. I'm getting more of that um, tang with the stronger chocolate. From that, the cigar. Yeah. So you just had the 77? Mm-hmm. Right, so I just had the 85. And what I'm getting from the cigar is more spice. All right. I'm going to go, go with Can the, I have that 80? 80, whatever. So the middle one is 80%. 77. 77. And this is 85. And that's 85. Yeah. So I'm going to do 77. You guys talk amongst yourselves while I'm chewing. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, sorry. Yeah. We have some, t- some dead some air. Some dead air here. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need oh. that tonight. Yeah. No, tonight. Dead no. air. Yeah. No. Yep, 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 yep. Oh. I you all are so. just so good at doing <laughs> audio shows, you know? We are. So, you how is you how is your day, Nick? Don't watch that's me chew. That's good. Talk. That's, that's great. Such a good pa- day. Paul, how was your day today? Uh, same as Nick. It was a very yeah. productive day. We got a lot done today at the shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I remodeled my car. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. It's okay, though. Yep. Yeah. Good. It'll. Uh, well, why don't you? Well, it'll it'll work itself out. Danny yeah. comes to a conclusion about his pairing there. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell the the audience a little bit about what happened today? Um, if you want to, it's totally up to you. No. Okay. I'll keep that. Yeah, but it's good though. <laughs> Had a good morning though. It was good. Had to, you know, work for uh, good old Steve. Hurt his back. Picking up snow yesterday, so. I had to work today. What is he doing shoveling snow anyways? So, well, you got to shovel the uh, the handicap ramp, and you have to shovel the, the steps. But doesn't he have you there now, so you should be doing well, that? We only work by ourselves, so, yeah. you know, when you're there, you you know, that's what you got to do. I suppose. Mm. Yeah. But. All right. So what's the verdict? The verdict is, with the, the 77, I'm not... It's, it's definitely a richer chocolate. It's definitely not as sweet. Mm. I'm not noticing as much of a change between the 70 and 77 with the cigar. Right. Um, I'm getting those same kind of effects. Um, the finish of the chocolate is a lot longer. Yeah. And that's changing how I'm experiencing the cigar. Um, if anything, I guess it more of the, the earthiness... And um, uh, dirtiness of the cigar is coming out. If you're going to talk about earth, an earthy kind of, you know, like, you know, just the the smell of of soil. Um, That kind of earthiness is what I'm talking about. I'm picking up more more of that. 
Um, but again, both of them pair very well with this. But uh, um, I'm not sure between the two of them that <coughs> I discern much of a difference between one and two as far as how it affects the cigar. Does that make yep. sense? Yep. Perfect sense. Now, if you had the 85 yet? Not with the cigar. Okay. Try the 85, Daniel. Try the 85. Well, I'm afraid to try the 85 because if I take the 85, then there will be another two minutes of dead air. <laughs> yeah. You guys sit and watch me chew instead of actually talk on the podcast here. I'm picking from 85. I'm now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Paul, pass me, pass me some of that 85, Paul. Because I love me some dark chocolate, man. Give me another piece because you're giving me... Uh, Giving me pieces that I would I would give a child. Yeah, I don't want to overwhelm you with chocolate Ding. right now, my friend. I love mm. it when you overwhelm me with chocolate. That's what she said. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. That dark chocolate, man. I can eat dark so chocolate all day long. I am not getting as much spice with the heavier chocolate. Really? With the heavier cacao. Heavy cacao. That's interesting because I, I actually get a little bit more <coughs> with it. It's toning down the other, the, the, cedars, the cedar chocolate notes in the cigar. It is bringing out a little bit more of the earth, but the spice, I do get a little bit more from that. Well, maybe, yeah. It's back. Yeah. It's mm. back. I get more of the spice in the retro. Mm. Yeah. Don't really get much on the palate. Yeah, now um, I'm gonna have well some that eighty the eighty five is like it coats your palate, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean. It it almost hides a lot of the the nuances that the cigar gives you, and then when you retrohale, it's yeah. all spice. So I, we, I almost think that the eighty five is a little bit too powerful for the cigar. Hmm. Yeah. I like how I like how the seventy and the seventy seven go with it, and kind of smooths out the cigar even more than it already is. Yeah. And kind of helps you um, really dig into the sweetness of the cigar, and and uh, it seems to really match the chocolatey kind of flavors right. that you get from the yeah. cigar. Right. Uh, the eighty-five seems to be just a little over the top. That you you're, I'm tasting. You know, even the finish is even longer with this, right. yeah. which it yes. is with dark chocolate. Dark chocolate finishes really long. Yeah. And. Uh, it's really covering up a lot of the um, uh, softer notes of the cigar that I could pick up earlier. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I, that cedar, I don't get it all. Um, exactly. A lot right. of the sweetness in the cigar, I don't get it all. Right. It's which gone. is one of the reasons to smoke this. It's such a great, sweet, chocolatey, medium-bodied cigar. This is not a. Uh, this is a, it, it, the flavors are rich. But it's it, it's a medium strength cigar, um, really enjoyable. Uh, so I would I would stick with the, the first two myself. Yeah, I feel like the uh, the seventy is definitely my favorite. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with that. You get more of the cigar with it, but it still brings out a lot of the the sweetness and ups the pepper. Mm. I you know the eighty five wasn't you know didn't like make the cigar unenjoyable right but it, it was just a little bit too much it overshadowed you know I mean? it overshadowed the cigar it, it overshadowed the cigar BT. yeah that's a great way of putting it but with the 85 and the cocktail or sorry martini mm. 
it's really nice mm -hmm. mm. because then it just kind of oh. just it it because there's so much on the palate mm -hmm. for the from that dark chocolate the the cut the martini just kind of spreads around mm. and fans out and kind of gives you a little bit of everything that's in the cocktail and i'm using my hands really crazy right now which i shouldn't be um but yes it doesn't really matter it doesn't no nobody's no, watching nobody's watching except for that guy in the window but <gasps> you have great hands it's for radio. santa claus i do have great hands for radio <laughs> So I, I just had You've got hands for radio. I just had another piece of the seventy, and I, I absolutely agree. It, it, yeah. it, it's it's pairing much better with the cigar. It's bringing out a little bit more of that cedar notes, mm -hmm. the chocolate I'm, I'm picking up, uh, the spice is definitely there, the earthiness. So everything that we love about this cigar mm. is is pairing very very well with that that chocolate. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I like this one the best. Yeah, I have to agree. The seventy yeah. is my favorite. Yeah. The seventy seven, close second, but. Yeah. 70 by far is the, the best chocolate pairing we have so far with yeah. this. Let's talk a, li a little bit about what's going on here at Twins. Yeah, you go. Uh, Cigar-wise, uh, coming up uh, this coming Friday, the 21st, here in Londonderry, we're doing an event with Heron Sickle. Eric Wentworth is going to be here. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. That's going on from 4 to 9 p.m. right in the Londonderry location here. And then on Monday... Uh, February 24th at 7 p.m. We're starting something new. We are starting something called Cigar Pub. Yum. And Cigar Pub is something we're going to do a few times. We're going to see how it goes. It is a ticketed event limited to 15 people. And what we're going to do is we're going to do a <clears throat> class on pairing spirits with cigars and we're going to focus on a particular brand of cigars with each one that we do. And the first one we're going to do is going to focus on 724 cigars. We're going to do one of the original blend Robustos, and we're going to do one of the WK Robustos, 724 WK series, which is the uh, Connecticut wrap cigar. And there's going to be drink pairings for that. Oh, yeah. 30 bucks signs you up for the event and gets you both those cigars and matching pairing drinks that Kendra the Poached Master and I have come up with. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we have done this, ironically, first with uh, pipes, and it's been a huge, huge hit. And uh, we wanted to do it with cigars, too, of course, and um, that's all ready to go. People are already signing up. Like I said, there's only space for 15 people to do this. So go to um, uh, Twins here in Londonderry or Hookset and sign up for that event. 30 bucks, two cigars, two drinks. That includes the gratuity uh, for upstairs and everything. So that's a really that's a really solid deal. I mean, the cigars themselves retail for 10 bucks a piece. So you're you're really getting. You know, the drink's only five bucks, if you think about it like that. Yeah, it's true. Um, Fifteen bucks a piece. So go and sign up for those. And then uh, we are doing a Dunbarton uh, Tobacco and Trust event on March 19th in Hooksit and March 27th in Londonderry, both from 4 to 9 p.m. And Steve Saka will be here at Londonderry. Is he going to be over in Hooksit too? 
Yes, yes, I believe, yes. I believe so. And uh, that's going to be a, a really good time. Uh, Mi Rita, Sobre Mesa, Sin Compromiso, Umbagog, uh, Todas Las Dias. Um, am I missing anything? Tricky Traca? Well, Tricky Traca is part of the Mi Carita line. But yeah, Tricky Traca too. Um, oh, and, and Umbagog. The, Umbagog. The Umbagogs, the Brulees, Sobre Mesa Brulees. Um, very, very good cigars. Great Nicaraguan blends. And um, that's going to be a lot of fun. So we hope to see you there on the 19th of March in Hooksit and the 27th of March here in Londonderry. Again, both from 4 to 9 p.m. You can stay in touch with Twin Smoke Shop on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. <coughs> and, of course, TwinSmokeShop.com. So what are our continuing thoughts here on the Placencia Almaforte Sixto 2? The retrohale on this cigar is unbelievably smooth. Mm. Now, I don't know if that's because we've been, <laughs> been feasting on chocolate. <laughs> or if drinking. It's, if it's the drink lots of alcohol. or if it's a combination of both. But either way, this retrohale is probably, I would say, has, it just has just a little bit of spice, mm-hmm. little, just a tad bit of, of pepper, but incredibly smooth. It is, mm. uh, it's probably one of my favorite retro hills yeah. i've had smoking so a cigar it is so good. fantastic yeah if you i know some sometimes you're afraid of getting this whole big of pepper spice burning thing in your retro hill that's not what you get with this Mm-mm. it is very smooth and and oh. i really you know i really recommend that you try and do that to retro hail you know cigars are a tasting smelling thing not a breathing thing but you can you know pull the smoke into your mouth and then you know, exhale it out your nose, and your your uh, nose has a lot to do with how you experience taste, and so you can really pick up a lot more flavors uh, by doing that, and it is just so pleasant. It is. No real pepper at all. Um, the tiniest bit of spice, but it's so, like, that's the word that comes to my mind is is cocoa chocolate that's that's this is like smoking a big bar of chocolate yep that's what it is this is a six inch hexagonal thing of chocolate (laughs) that you smoke it's awesome it's a great great cigar that's why we're doing it today it's fantastic Mm -hmm. Happy Valentine's, Happy Valentine's Day. Day. Are, are, is it, well, we'll, well, we'll talk a little bit more about Valentine's Day in the, the second half of the show here. Um, let's let's do a little bit of uh, cigar confessions here. Ooh. And we're going back to uh, the community cutter issue that we talked about last week. This is the community cutter part two. This is something that is also I, something that needs to be just put out there all right the community cutter we talked about last week don't lick your cigar and then use a community cutter that's gross yeah it's unsanitary it's flu season come on just be respectful it's, it's that other people <laughs> other people are following you using that cutter it's coronavirus season right now the so. next thing that people need to understand about the community cutter is that the community cutter at our store and I believe almost every store, at least yeah. all, and it's true of all the stores I've worked at or gone to on a regular basis yeah. in the last 20 years, is next to an ashtray. 
Usually, yeah. Yeah. And so what you should do is take the cutter, whether you're using yours or the community cutter, and cut your cigar over the ashtray. I agree. But what I often see is people cutting it wherever they're at. They'll take the cutter, and then they'll walk over to where there are magazines and cut the cigars over the magazines. Yeah, that happens that a happens. lot. That happens. Or they get the cigar they, at the register. They ask for a particular kind of cutter. You know, like we have a, we have a very nice deep V cutter behind the counter for people to use. And hand it to them. And they'll cut it right there where people are putting their money and stuff and they don't they don't clean it up they just clip it and all this stuff goes everywhere and and I've I've seen one one person in particular take half a dozen cigars and clip them all <laughs> on top of the the magazines and then leave this is yeah, and then the the we have this big stinky ashtray that's literally six inches away from where he was cutting the cigars. And he, d- he doesn't even take the magazine and like then just wipe stuff into the... No, but these are for sale. It. The magazines are for sale. Yeah. They're not there for you to, to just say, hey, well, what's the cigar of the year or whatever. You know, they're there for, for customers to purchase. Mm-hmm, true, They're yeah. not there for you to cut your cigars on and then leave them there. <laughs> so when you use the community cutter... Cut your cigar in the ashtray like a normal person. Was was the magazine a cigar snob? It doesn't matter. What it doesn't the matter what it was. <laughs> I, there was cigar snob and there was cigar aficionado there. I'm just saying it would be kind of yeah. ironic. I think yeah. this is more. I took I took pictures. I have proof of this. <laughs> oh, God. I have pictures of this. <laughs> yes. All right. So. <laughs> again, you, you're wanting to keep the area clean because, again, people are coming after you to use this. And if people come and they see the mess there on the floor or on the, you know, use the ashtray. There's a reason it's called the ashtray. Mm. It's for the ashes. It's for the clippings from your cigar. That's what it's for. Yep. Yeah. Okay. We're going to have to add a cutting fee. Yeah, nobody. You have no, no idea what a cutting fee is, do you? No, I'm, you have no idea. Yes, yes, no idea what it's for, do you? This is more None. of a, a Pastor Padron cigar rant versus his Pastor Padron cigar confession. Oh, this is a total confession. This is not. You a can confession. see I have a problem with this. This is a I have a problem. I have a problem, people. This is a rant. This is not a confession. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Just don't do it. This is cigar etiquette 101. True. This has been a PSA by Pastor Patron. PSA. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program already in progress. All right. What's our final verdict do you on feel- the Placencia Amoforte 602? Do not. Do you, don't. Do you feel- don't. Don't. <laughs> do you- What's your final verdict on a cigar? It's a wonderful. Do you feel better now that you got that off your chest? <laughs> oh. Sorry, I didn't go there. <laughs> Maybe. You just see the stress come out of him. It's just beautiful. But he needs to get it off his chest. He doesn't. He, he shouldn't have to hold that in. He needs to get it. He needs to release it. And he just did. He just I did. Just I'm did. very proud of him. Yeah. Somebody had to say it. Yep. It's okay. Paul, what do you think about the cigar? Do you like it or not? Oh, I love the cigar. <laughs> <laughs> well, at, at least does, doesn't it show? Plays, mm-hmm. plays, uh, plays uh, his little loop. 
Okay. Yep. <sighs> yeah. That's your yeah. cue, dude. Yeah. yeah. That's your cue, yeah. brother. Okay. Well, we'll just excellent. continue on now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now this this cigar is is excellent. <laughs> Man, what kind of spice? Oh, it's uh, a little spicy. <laughs> Just go down the line and play all his stuff. <laughs> this is this is this is really the reason why this is my favorite Placencia cigar. It's mm-hmm. just it is, it is loaded with flavor. The mm-hmm. cedar, uh, the earth, the cocoa, uh, the spice. Incredibly smooth. That retrohale. Ah, oh, just two thumbs up. Mm. Way way up. Dave, um, I was. When I found out that we were doing like chocolate in the cigar, it was just kind of like, um, or, all right, that's different. Um, no, you I'm, weren't. You were happy. I was not. You were happy. I don't want to hear was, it. I was being nice. I don't want to so, hear it. You were, you were happy. So You're like, now that I'm, chocolate. Now that, now that I've had it, um, I, I think it's it's cool that you can just, you know, even with a piece of candy, you can, you know, enjoy smoking a cigar. Um, well, more. it's not just a piece and, of candy, and, sir. It's a piece of it's a piece of candy. Cacao. It's cacao. Cacao. And, and kapow. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's definitely two thumbs up for me. This is crazy dynamics, especially with the drink, which mm-hmm. is absolutely amazing. The espresso. Yeah, yeah, the espresso martini here. No sleep tonight. Is unbelievable. Yeah. It's a fantastic drink. If you are anywhere near Twins, you need to come to the 724 bar and you need to order one of these things. Yeah. You know, now I'll be honest, this is an intensive drink that takes them about five, you know, minutes real time At to least, make a drink. Yeah. You know, because it takes time to, to brew the espresso that is used for, yep. for the drink. Because it's real espresso. Yes. Espresso. Espresso. And, you know, so, you know. Express yourself. Uh, Kendra may not really like it that I actually said that, but no, it's true. Have to it's an incredible. Earlier. It's an incredible drink, and it pairs unbelievably well with this cigar. Um, the Almaforte is um, my favorite line from Placencia uh, by far. Um, beautiful, beautiful cigar. Medium, medium plus. Smooth, creamy, chocolatey goodness great cigar it's a wonderful celebratory cigar um and uh this goes for um 22 right correct 22 dollars here in the store uh-huh. so it's not a cheap date but it is worth every yeah. penny you're gonna get a lot out of it it's a you, you will enjoy savoring the cigar it's really really good all right, so we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to do part two of the show. Part two. All right, we're back for part two, and we are looking at Chenet's Cake from Cornell and Deal. And uh, before we get into that, we are blessed with the presence of the Potion Master, who has Hallelujah. brought down a heart warmer. Ooh, ooh, ooh. it looks Kendra, like a heart warmer. Tell us about this. What what is this little thing heart. that looks like a little heart sliver in there? So it's kind of it's along the lines of an old fashioned, um, yeah. but I think 
my creative process with this started with the garnish. I'm, I'm really big with the garnish game. Yeah, yeah, So I have a lovely new air fryer that I got for Christmas, and so I really like dehydrating fruit in it. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. So, so I started with the blood orange because mm -hmm. they're really pretty dehydrated, and I was thinking, what can I do with my blood orange? So obviously there's an orange peel and an old-fashioned, and right now, I don't know if you guys have mentioned it yet, but we are in um, what's called Whiskey Wars. Whiskey Wars! <laughs> we're in a competition right now. Mm -hmm. So, um, if anyone is local listening to this, please come down to the 724 Lounge and until March 15th, enjoy um, any of these cocktails that we've created on our seasonal board from Basil Hayden, Maker's Mark, or Knob Creek. Um, no. But for this cocktail, I use the Basil Hayden Dark Rye. <laughs> And I made a simple syrup with um, cane sugar and mm -hmm. vanilla. Mm -hmm. And I put some orange bitters and again that basil hidden dark rye and garnished with the um, blood orange dehydrated wheel. Which looks absolutely beautiful. So, yeah. so let me get this straight. You actually used an air fryer to dehydrate? I work from home, Paul, you know. <laughs> well, I didn't expect it to be upstairs at the bar. But <laughs> I'm just scudding in the back room. Wow, yeah, that's so you know. I'm you, always doing something. Did you get a ninja? Huh? Did you get a ninja one? Which one did you get? No, it's um, it's the, like Innisky. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, yeah. I got a ninja one too. That, 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 that so I asked for the ninja one, but my mother said that it was like really small in her opinion. So I guess this other model was yeah, mine's a little bit bigger than that. Um, but yeah, I use it almost every day cooking, and then also, um, do you remember when I was when I was trying to dehydrate it in the toaster oven? Yeah, here? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Fail. I really love to dehydrate fruit for garnishes. It just looks mm, really pretty. It does. So, so this drink started with that. That's awesome. Now, since we got you here, can you please tell us what's in the espresso martini? Yeah. So an espresso martini is something that um, you can go into any bar and order one and they're going to make it different every time. Like every bar has like right. a different way of doing it. Um, here we use um, vanilla stoli, Patron XO, a little bit of Kahlua, mm -hmm. um, Nespresso Espresso, mm -hmm. and that layered Baileys at the bottom. Mm. Oh, that's good. So I, I think the trick with ours, why everyone is like like freaks out about it, is that it's that foam, that espresso foam mm -hmm. that we have on the top. Similar, like if you were to order an espresso anyway, the crema mm -hmm. on the top. Mm -hmm. So it it again, it's good for the presentation. Gar yeah. Hashtag garnish game. Hashtag garnish game. Yeah. But but yeah, it is. Um, I feel like anything made with Nespresso is delightful, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah, they make a great coffee. Yeah. Nespresso makes a great coffee. Unbelievable. We're spoiled to have the, that here. We yep. are. Yep. It's very, very good. So what do people think of the uh, drink? Uh, you know, it obviously looks fantastic, but does it taste fantastic? Well, I guess you'll have to tell me that. <coughs> I feel like you guys are sending more people upstairs ordering the Blackbeard. That well, that, that may be me. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> There was a, a guy that sat down yesterday, and he was like, uh, have you heard of the Potion Master? You look at That would be me. Hashtag <laughs> Potion Master. He was like, is your first name Potion? I'm like, oh my gosh. 
Last name's definitely Mazda. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Um, seriously, what do you think of the drink? Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> and still silence. <laughs> it, it's it, it's incredibly. These people just do not get that this is an audio podcast. <laughs> mm. It's 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 sweet. It's mellow. It's. It's awesome. It really, really is. And you, when you mentioned that you're using Baden Hayden's uh, Doc Rye, Basil Hayden's Doc Rye. I mean, I, it's because <laughs> I've had that before. And this, the, but you said the simple syrup and what else? Orange bitters. Orange bitters. Wow. It just, it just it's so smooth. smoothed it right out. You don't get any big of time. That. You don't, don't get any, any of that. I can't even tell. Not at all. It's all citrusy. Exactly. Smooth, yeah. Sweet. It, it tastes over the counter. It doesn't taste like a. I don't know. It's just that smooth. I don't feel any alcoholic bite in it no. at all. It's no, unbelievable. It's dangerous. It's, so smooth. it's wicked. Well, it's really phenomenal. good. When, when you have like an original from me, mm-hmm. I I tend to try to do things that are along the lines of an old fashioned or a Manhattan, only because that works so well, like within our building. Mm-hmm. So I could come up with you know a bunch of martinis or. Um, you know what I'm saying. Like, I feel like those classic whiskey cocktails here yeah. is going to work the best for us. I mean, right. why take the time to come up with new drinks and then have it sit on a menu and never, no one ever orders it? So, right. um, we make so many old fashions here. We make so many Manhattans here. So, ways to make it different, you know, I try mm-hmm. to use like with the Blackbeards, right. right? I'm like, okay. What would what can we do with that lovely bottle of maple syrup? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. let's try to do something else with that. Um, you know, what goes good with maple? Whiskey, smoking the glass, um, different ways to look at like an orange garnish. So all those yeah. types of things, and then Sam's other whiskey war cocktail, the Creek Rose. Mm-hmm. So. Um, he loves cherry juice. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Maybe so, a little too much. <laughs> I make fun of him because there's bottles of cherry juice every, in every corner of the bar, I swear. So, you know, but that's another something that he can do with um, with whiskey. Yeah. He can utilize yep. the cherries in different ways. So mm-hmm. instead of just garnishing with cherry, now we're shaking it with cherry juice. So, so yeah, we try to we try to keep it, you know... To, to please the, the 724 Lounge customer, for sure. That's awesome. Mm. Well, I think this drink is going really well with the tobacco here. Let me tell you a little bit about it so that you know what we're smoking. Um, we're smoking Chenet's Cake from Cornell and Deal, and on the uh, tin it says, named in honor of Pierre Chenet. Uh, the farmer credited with discovering the process that turns Burley into Perique in 1824. This combination of Virginia and Perique pressed into old-fashioned crumble cakes is a Perique powerhouse for those who simply can't get enough of this truffle of tobaccos. Uh, It's part of their cellar series, which means this is a tobacco that they have made that is uh, fantastic right now, but they're thinking it's going to peak in 10 to 15 years. So if you want to hold on to it, it's just going to get better and better. Um, this is a nice, rich, spicy uh, 
slightly fruity hay, some bread notes in the in the tobacco here. I think it's going awesome with the heart warmer. Oh, yeah. oh, what do yeah. you guys think? Yes, absolutely. I, I mean, I love Virginia Perique blends. Mm-hmm. I mean, we. I mean, my favorite blend up until today is Speakeasy. Mm-hmm. So that's Virginia Perique. This has got is probably what maybe doubled the Perique. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a know. very high level of. Perique yeah. So I mean, I'm. I mean, I'm loving that. I'm really <laughs> getting those that spicy notes. The the, the just a little bit of that dried fruit it's it's mm. wonderful really in the hip retro hail wow is really spicy really nice and just you, you're pulling on, on the pipe and you just get these really deep rich dark fruity kind of notes mm. and that blood orange garnish mm. actually is a great pairing that kind of deep citrus that that adds to the to the drink just pulls out those flavors of the Virginia there and pairs so well with the peppery, spicy, figgy notes of the Perique. Just unbelievable. It's, so yum. The, you know, the drink is absolutely phenomenal. Mm. And it's, it, it's it, I can pull out a little bit more of the fruit, but it's also mm-hmm. just that, that spice is just right there, mm-hmm. too. It's, it's, I mean, it's not going away. It's just so pleasant. Mm. Yep, the drink is really pulling out the Virginias and the pipe smoke. Yeah. Um, the retro hail is like insanely smooth. It is beautiful. Mm. I think when we, when Dan and I were talking about uh, early this week what we would do for the pipe tobacco, we were trying to figure out again maybe something for Valentine's Day. Yeah. And so I was just scanning our selection and I saw the word cake. Yeah. <laughs> I said, wait, well, we haven't right. done this one yet. <laughs> forget, forget the word Chanettes. I just saw the word cake. And then I read the tin. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, all, I, all I saw was cake. the, the, uh, the truffle, truffle of tobacco. tobacco. I said, yeah. that's it. That's the go. one. We have to say that, Dan. We have to say truffle of tobacco. <laughs> yes. We found it. I oh, do. my goodness. This is wonderful. This, mm. is a, this is so good. What do you think, Nick? This. This. This is what happens when you take four seconds to respond to my question. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's excellent. I love everything about it. Mm. It's You do get the, the, the spicy note in the retro, um, but the fruit that's kind of mm. behind it yeah. goes really, really well with the drink. And the, and the drink is surprising because rye, you get a, a, a good bite on rye, mm-hmm. and um, it, you don't taste any of that. It's no. just... A, awesome citrus cocktail the little bit of maple that they put in there i think totally counteracts that bite that you get from the rye yeah and so you still get that nice alcohol you know you 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 know this is whiskey you know but man it's really you would not think it's it's rye smooth and it is just so smooth i had to take several sips of this drink to really figure out what I was drinking I, and when she obviously I knew what it was but I'm mm. like I could not get any of that rye out mm. of it it was just it, it's so it's so sweet and smooth but in a mellow way yeah yeah so good yeah very good mm. speaking of that where would you put the body and strength of this tobacco we're smoking I'd say medium yeah, yeah. Medium, medium medium minus mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mean, to me, the Perique just brings it up a little, so I'm going to say medium, a solid medium to me. Yeah, it's a solid medium to me. 
you know, not medium plus by any no. means. No, solid medium. Um, Very good, solid medium. <clears throat> Let's talk a little bit about what's going on here, pipe wise, at Twin Smoke Shop. We've got that big uh, La DC uh, pipe show on March 14th oh, here yeah. at the Londonderry location from 12 to 4 p.m. We're going to have uh, all the lines that have been released in the first quarter of uh, this year from Peterson, Savinelli, and Rossi here. We're going to have every shape and every finish of those new lines uh, for you to choose from, and there's there's going to be some beautiful pipes, not the least of which are going to be the latest uh, line from Peterson for um, St. Patrick's Day. That St. Patrick's Day weekend, the 14th, is kicking that off, so you can come down. It's a great emerald green finish they have on the pipes this year. They really, really pop. I don't think they've ever used that particular uh, finish on pipes before. They look really, really good. Mark Mormar from Laudisi will be here. Um, it's always great when Mark's in town. He knows so much about this stuff. and um, uh, Hopefully we'll have him on the show while he's here too. He's such a great friend of the show and everything. Mm. Um, you can follow us on uh, our Facebook page, Twins Pipe Club, Instagram, with the, you know, at Twins Pipe Club. And uh, stay in tune with us. We've got a lot going on here. Uh, every second Saturday of the month, we have a, a, a pipe club that meets. We're very active. We have tons of people that come to that, and it grows every month we do it. We yep. have more and more people. It's crazy. Up. It's just fantastic to see people coming out of the woodwork from that. And it's not only uh, pipe smokers who have been looking for a place and finally hear about what's going on at Twins. There are people who have been thinking about pipes um, either here at the store or, you know, from friends of people who are at the pipe club, and they show up, they get their first pipe, and they find out they really, really have found something that they can dig into. So I encourage you to come and enjoy uh, that here. What are our con uh, continuing impressions of the Chenet's Cake by Cornelian Deal? It's really, uh, really smooth. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, of course, a big Virginia fan, as always, as I always say. Um, the drink is definitely bringing out the Virginias big time for me. A lot of that dried fruit um, taste going on there. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the finish is a little, I'm getting a little sour in the finish. It's lingering on the back of my tongue. Mm -hmm. um, the retrohale is absolutely smooth. Um, uh, yeah, it's good. Mm. Sweet. What about you, Paul? I'm 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 loving the spice in this, man. Mm. I really, really am. Uh, this is uh, <clears throat> this as as a as a I was uh, completely unaware of this tobacco until he saw a few days cake. ago. Until I saw the word cake, and uh, <laughs> I'm so glad that that we're doing this because uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say this is probably my favorite tobacco. Oh. <laughs> Finally, yeah, I can't, I can't hold back anymore. And if you listen, if you listen to what I said earlier, I said up until today it's been speakeasy mm -hmm. because I, as I started smoking this, I, I that that additional perique that's in this, mm -hmm. is, I love. Mm -hmm. And I know that we've talked about what in the beginning, what mm -hmm. really the kind of tobaccos I like, Virginia perique, it mm -hmm. seems to be, you know, 
more of my what my palate accepts. Right. And this is without a doubt this phenomenal. Is, this is one of the highest Perique mixture blends I think C and D does. Um, I did some research, wasn't able to uh, confidently nail down exactly what the exactly what the uh, uh, ratios were between the Virginia and Perique, but I know it's really high. I, I can taste it's really yeah, high. Yeah, yeah. Are um, you getting a lot of a lot of floral notes in the retro? A little retro? bit. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. The, flo- the, the the retro is unbelievable it's beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. you know just a little bit of that that spice but i do pick up those uh those floral notes yeah mm. yeah so you know it is valentine's day um what are you singles guys? awareness day <laughs> yeah what do you what do you all think of valentine's day do you do you guys <coughs> celebrate it with your wife or your significant other or uh, well, Dave, you, you don't have any of that. I mean, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn. Happy Singles Awareness Day, people. <laughs> yes. What do, you, what, what do you guys do on, on Valentine's Day? Is it a real special day for you? Is it a big deal? Is it like one of these things where you have to go out and get something or do something, and, and if you don't, you get screwed? You know, or is it... <laughs> So, yeah, the single person laughs. Yeah. Yeah. I laugh at the married the married people here. You know, we, we know some we serious stuff, man. Don't laugh. You know, what what do you guys do for Valentine's Day? Um, well, for me, it's 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 kind of a little bit different because I don't really take it too big of a deal. Um, because I tend to get my wife items through the year. Mm-hmm. Um. Starting off with her birthday and Christmas, her birthday is two days away from Christmas, so that's a pretty hard month for me, but it kind of runs through the whole year. I always try to, usually every month, I usually try to get her something. Uh, Usually every week I get her flowers, um, and it just kind of lingers through the whole year. I don't really wait until, you know, Valentine's Day to be like, okay, I'm going to go out and get two dozens of roses for her or anything like that Um, so for me it's just kind of like another day I I do kind (laughs) of see the significance of it for Mm -hmm. other people but for Mm -hmm. me it's just like okay well it's another day another Um, smoke another day another (laughs) smoke Um, but I do get her something uh, in celebration of Valentine's Day what did you do this year? Uh, I bought her a North Face Sweater that cost me a hundred and fifty dollars. Wow! Wow! I won't even spend that much on a game. Well, I I wanted to get her the I wanted to get her the winter jacket that was three hundred, but I I was like, no, nah, I could probably wait until our anniversary, which is coming up. So, oh. so yeah, that's a good idea. It's always good right. to kind of build yeah. up, build up to the anniversary. yeah, build up to the anniversary, build up to the anniversary. So, mm-hmm. but for me, it's just. <coughs> I always do something for my wife, whether it be flowers every week, or I always try to get her something. Okay, Paul, what about you? We <coughs> we never go out for dinner. It's always we don't we don't want to deal with that madness. And and really, why why set yourself up with a prefix menu or things that are going to cost you twice as much? Mm-hmm. You know, and and deal with all that. And what I usually will do in, in years previous this year, obviously, I'm working, and I'll you know maybe make her a, a dinner one sometime this weekend um i'll <coughs> obviously get her flowers and too just so she she knows i thought of her 
but uh, you always think of her. Paul, I always think of it. That's the thing. It's like it's not just one day; it's every day. Mm-hmm. You know, there you go. I mean, you 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 celebrate being together every day. Yeah, and we're, I think, and we're never one in the holidays. We don't re- like we don't we don't, <coughs> we don't gift each other anything during Christmas. We don't really gift each other during Valentine's Day. Um, you know, maybe our birthdays we will, but for the most part, it's just celebrating being together every day. Mm. Mm. So it's really not a special day for us, you know. Like I said, maybe get maybe get some flowers. I was told this, this year, don't bring home any sweets. Okay. Well, we're all eating them here. I, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, so we I'm, I'm taking you. care of. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Paul we ate them for you. Paul, Paul found it out. But the, the rest of this has got to go home with you guys because yeah. <laughs> I will throw myself on this chocolate sword for you, baby. That's it. Mm-hmm. I think what Paul's trying to say is, if you're waiting one day to get your special lady flowers then you're doing it all wrong yep no you're, i totally you're, agree you're, ladies, you're you wasting 364 days out of the year that's right mm-hmm. every day is valentine's that's day. right paul that's right every, every day. day is mother's day uh. <laughs> <laughs> i love my mother too how about every day is father's day mm. yeah right oh, there yeah all right hold your breath that's right <laughs> well, I, I'm not. But I, it, you know, I totally agree that you know, if you're in a relationship with somebody, you know, and mm-hmm. you need to be showing your love and appreciation consistently throughout the the days, the weeks, the months of the year. And if your big thing only happens on Valentine's Day, which let's face it, started in the 1300s, really. I mean, Valentine's has been around for <clears throat> a long time, but it, you know, started because... Of a massacre. Of, yeah. A massacre where, you know, a guy named Valentinius, who was a Christian um, uh, bishop, was beheaded by a Roman governor. Whoa. And that's what Valentine's Day... Valentine's Day is, you know, celebrating the martyrdom of this bishop, you know... So and where it the wasn't, flowers and chocolate come in. Well, it didn't happen until Thank you, America. until the the <laughs> um, late 1300s when uh, the the mm. author of the Canterbury Tales, his name escapes me at the moment, Jeffrey Rush. No, not <laughs> Rush. Oh, come on! What was his last name? Uh, chocolate. Oh, jeez. Well, cacao. You know, he mentions. That in February, in his in in one of his books, that the birds seem to come together for coupling, and that started the whole idea of people writing letters and pairing up and getting romantic in February because the birds were doing it in England, and That's then. For the birds. And then, you know, so by the next century, when you got Shakespeare writing, you know, that's, you know, in, um, that's actually in Hamlet, you know, that uh, um, uh, Valentine's Day is mentioned and everything. And once all the chocolatiers started producing stuff, all that came out of that thing from the Canterbury Tales Hmm. in the late 1300s. That's where that's where it came from. People thinking that birds mate in February, and maybe it's good for people to do the same thing. Sure. Again, every day. Every day. 
Every day. Every, Every day. day. Every day, another day, another smoke. So what's what's our final verdict here on the uh, Chenet's cake? Just a wonderful blend. Uh, the Virginia's nice sweetness. The Perique is outstanding. Uh, the Retrohale is, again, outstanding. Um, I'm proud to say this is my favorite pipe tobacco. It took Excellent. over. It took over the speakeasy. That's a big. That's a big thing. Yeah, this is, is. I'm big. so glad we we. Uh, I found this, or we found this, just from the word cake. <laughs> just from What's the word this cake, cake stuff, Dan? <laughs> we haven't done that before. Mm, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's perique in it. Oh, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's this, get it. This tin says cake. Mm. What do you think, Dave? Um. Thank you, Dave. What do you think, Paul? <laughs> a lot I mean, of tobacco notes. Like I, mean, I don't know why. Mm. There is, um, Nick. So yes. So <laughs> I don't. I don't think I agree a hundred percent with Paul saying that this is better than Speakeasy. It's definitely good, but Speakeasy would probably be still my top one uh, next to uh, uh, Dunbar. Dunbar by uh, Esoterica Tobacchiana. Mm-hmm. Man, that's mother's milk right there. Oh. Um, but <laughs> this, 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 this is this. Really, okay, I went three times. <laughs> um, but this is a really good tobacco. It's definitely something that would be on my top five list, mm. for sure. Virginia's, Perique's, it's pretty much everything you kind of want. It's not a full body, it's medium. It's not going to kick you in the butt mm-hmm. or anything like that. It's not going to keep you in your seat at all. But it's something that's really, really good smoke. Mm. Yep, I would have to say that this could definitely be an all-day smoke for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got, like, that perfect medium, you know, where um, you're getting enough of the Perique but not too much to make it, like, maybe a, like an afternoon smoke. Yeah, it's not like bowling a, you over. No. I mean, it's definitely there I would more definitely, pronounced. I would definitely like to try this with a coffee in the morning. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think this would go nice with a good cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, Some laughing men. I, I the drink and this the the heart warmer here uh, just went incredibly well with this tobacco. Just totally brought everything out and together. Beautiful, beautiful drink. Um, the tobacco is really, really tasty. I would love to do one of our aging tests a few years from now assuming we're still doing this and and see how this stuff ages mm. uh, because I think it would age really really well and um, I'd love to see how the Perique in Virginia changed over several years um, this is really really good stuff and um, I highly recommend it you've been listening to not just blowing smoke the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Thanks for listening, everybody, and that is Not Just Blowing Smoke. Rolling with the top down, smoking on a fancy guard.